On the floor? Here we go. Three. Wait, wait. On, on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. Three. On the floor. One, two, three. Cool. So we're into episode three now of Almost Grown yeah, Up. Yeah, hello. Welcome, listeners. Welcome back, guys. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Had an overwhelmingly positive response from those of you who have listened to the first episode. Um, yeah, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been uh, actually surprisingly positive because I think us as the I suppose content producers are always very uh, sort of self-critical about it. Uh, so yeah. hearing it from an outside point of view and hearing that we still sound natural, I suppose, is uh, always always nice to hear. Um, yeah, I also feel like we don't set our standards too high with this sort of stuff. We're kind of just yeah, just two idiots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> but I think that kind of um, I suppose it speaks for itself in terms of natural chemistry. Which uh, love you, bro. Aww. But, um, one thing I suppose we should say is why we started this podcast in the first place. Um, yeah, so three episodes in. Yeah, exactly three episodes in. But I think that's that's kind of cool because that was some of the feedback we got as well. Like. People are like, I love how you didn't bother introducing yourself. It's just straight into like a chat between two mates, which is basically oh, yeah, what this totally. is. Um, so yeah, I suppose it started off with a conversation in one of our many car journeys together somewhere doing something. Um, yeah. And I think it was talking about, I think you're, as we mentioned before, you've got a little sister. Um, the gap is what, 15 years, I think. I think you were 15 when she was yeah. born. But yeah, which is, a, which is like pretty big. Like the biggest gap between me and my older sister is like nine years. That was definitely a high hat. Um, <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> apologies I'm in my studio and there's a drum kit right next to me it's tempting <laughs> um, yeah so 15 years is a big gap it's uh, near enough to be the difference between generations and I think the gap between generations kind of changes even quicker now just because of the way everything's developing so much quicker and I think so the conversation was around how you know she I was asking what she was doing in her spare time or, or whatever and I think you were just like she's like stuck on YouTube or not stuck but you know like just yeah all uh, the sort, engrossed all the sort in of, it yeah just stuck on the screen almost everything's just just there like um, yeah just on an iPad or on a computer or whatever yeah so it's sort of like everything's really easy accessible and then we kind of got onto the topic of you know how there's our generation who's almost sort of caught in the middle and i think that was one of the working titles for this podcast to begin with where yeah. we called you know meet in the middle where the our, our parents the generation before sort of were already established adults um when the internet kind of came about and everything kind of became much more easily connected whereas we were a generation where we were still growing up and then it came out and we sort of got to grips with it very early on. So we had to make that ad adaptation. And then there's your sister's generation who are born into it and everything's already established. Internet connection is fast. There's so much more ways to contact people, meet new people like strangers online. So there's like another, you know, stranger danger times 10. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And I think what that's also done is had an impact on the way people interact when it's in person. So I think we had a conversation where it was about, you know, we could go up to someone at a bar and say, hey, what's up? We don't get anxiety answering a phone. Whereas people who have grown up in your, it's, you can sort of hide behind a screen, so to speak. Not saying that your yeah. sister does, but it, it's, uh, it's okay to, and it's very easy to, because you're not required to go up to someone and make a physical first impression um, and, and have to worry about those things. And so when it does come to that, it's like another sort of gap to bridge, which a lot of them, unless they're trained early on by their parents or their family it's uh it's just not something that they that comes naturally to them 
So I guess that's sort of where the initial idea for this podcast came about. And I think I've had people tell us or tell me that when they listen to our conversation, it's um, it should be recorded. I think we've had that conversation a few times ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's definitely. how this that's how this was um this was all born. Uh, yeah. There you go. There's a bit of background into why we're doing this, and hopefully, it's entertaining someone. Yeah, and it's that kind of um, going going back to the generation thing is you know our parents um you know they knew what it was like to, to work hard you know the grafters yeah. and you go and you put in the hours and then you reap the rewards that way um yeah. whereas generations now because it's all so digital you have to almost think smarter or well, work smarter rather than working harder because you know you can kind of do it from the mm. comfort of your own home but you need to be clever about how you do it because um it's not easy that way as well, you know. Um, and yeah. we're, again, that sort of middle generation where, yeah, we do remember what it was like before the internet, just about roughly. Um, you know, we remember dial-up and, and, and <laughs> when, wife, yeah, when, when broadband first came about. Yeah, like you couldn't be on the phone. You couldn't be on the phone and, um, <laughs> and the internet at the same time. It's like, mom, get off the phone. I'm on yeah, MSN. You have a hotel. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, that was sick. <laughs> I never. But anyways, got it. <laughs> before we get distracted, hang on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're that kind of middle generation, and I suppose it kind of makes us feel as though we're older than we actually are, just because yeah. the shift has been so sudden. And you know, I'm pretty certain a lot of um, uh, people our age or, or close to our age um, feel the same. Um, yeah, you kind of feel like you're a much older soul than you actually are. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's just quite a, quite an interesting middle generation and like our kind of experiences and how we sort of, you know, culturally how we sort of fit in. Um, and it's quite an interesting, yeah, middle ground really. Yeah. So it's an interesting dynamic. And I think what you just said about um, us and people our age feeling older than they are, I want to know if that's particular to just our age group or I want to speak when we get start getting some guests on which we will do eventually getting some people who are maybe six to eight years older than us and asking them what it was like at what point did they start feeling old you know because mm -hmm. maybe maybe they also felt at 26 and maybe that's just a turning point and we're unaware of it I think perspective sort of a really important thing because yeah. it also ties into going back to what you said you know the kids these days are working smarter and not harder but that's from our point of view because we see them as not working oh, as hard, yeah. whereas whereas they've just grown up into it. They know nothing different. So in their heads, they're probably working hard, but it's a workaround rather than a work through. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's that's good good way of looking at it. Yeah, so for them, it might just be, uh, you know, the old generation don't appreciate how hard we have to work, but it's just a different type of hard, if that makes sense. So I think it's a really interesting sort of way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I never saw it that way. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's been a, kind of a, a, a bumpy start to the to the podcast because we originally started the first few let me try that again the first few in the studio where we were face to face and there was a bit more energy to feed off of whereas now we're sort of yeah. getting into grips with talking over the phone and you know mashing our two audio files together but I'm glad that the first one's come out well and hopefully the content entertains you what's been uh, going on in your life other than that though bro I got my hair cut well I say I got my hair cut I cut my own hair and Ooh. it was an experience. Um, basically, did you shave um, it? No, I got like um, I got is is it a pair of clippers or is it a clipper? The thing um, you used to barbers used to trim your head. Clippers, pair the one of that clippers. Goes, yeah, 
whatever. Uh, or one of yeah, them, a really old one, really shit one. But um, I just did like a Blade 3, just a side. So kind of like, I don't know. Uh, Keeping that Skrillex Do you imagine? Yes. Kind of, yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. <laughs> but it looks more like um, Redneck than Skrillex, I'll be honest. Because I left, uh, so I'm trying to grow the back out. Um, so it kind of looks like I got a mullet <laughs> when I pin my hair sick. back. Because I got quite a long top. Um, and the back is, is nowhere near as long. Um, so from the front, certain angles, it's like, oh, it just oh, looks yeah. like you got a mullet. I'd say you're about three trend cycles from being back on, man. You're in. Yeah, dude. I'm getting there. I'm <laughs> trendsetter, I think. Yeah. Ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It looks cool, though. I quite like it. It's mainly just, bro, like, size of my hair were, like, poking out to where it was just making me look like, I don't know, Mr. Burns or some shit. It was just like, sort of sticking out, and there's no, nothing I could do to slick it back. It was just, boom. It was just there. I was like, oh, I got a I got well, mushroom out. tip. No, that's that's something different. But, uh, uh, mushroom. It's a head. No, it didn't. It didn't really look like that. I'll be honest. No, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't that bad. The hammerhead has um, entered the chat. <laughs> yeah, it's more like a mushroom cloud from like a you know an explosion. If you see one of them, you know, big size sex bomb. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm too scared to cut my hair or let anyone else near it who's not doing it professionally. Oh, bro, um, it's just hair. It grows back, man. What's your problem? Uh, I kind of just want to see how far I can go with it in this lockdown. But well, just I grow think, it out it completely? 20 th- uh, yeah. I mean, because the, when you grow it out, there's always that awkward middle bit to get through, which usually when I'm not on lockdown, which is, you know, 98% of my life, uh, you yep. just kind of wear a hat through that period mm-hmm. as much as you can. Um, but it's now May the 15th uh well as we record this it is uh and i don't want to wear a hat (laughs) 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 it's too hot man yeah yeah exactly um so i'm kind of just riding out this weird middle ground and i'll see what happens when i get to i'm probably going to shave the sides too anyway to be honest but it's a lot of uh, it's a much cleaner look that way i think yeah do you know what this sign reminds me of is um like People always talk about how men are so much more into their grooming now and it's like considered metrosexual. And I was sure. sort of wondering this about, you know, what what is it? It's, it's, such, it's such a big topic as well. But what is it to be manly? Because some Ooh. people would look at our conversation right now and be like, these guys are camp as fuck. You know, these aren't <laughs> real men. Look at look at the men of the 80s. They were just, you know, they just let their hair grow wherever. Um, didn't really care. It wasn't about that, you know. But it's all um, relative, isn't it? Yeah, in what way? Well, just like you said, you know, if you are somebody sort of from 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 those days, <clears> or like I don't know, maybe maybe the older generation again, you know, that's just their definition of what it is to be manly. And then now it's it's very much a much broader term, really. You know, men can do pretty much whatever girls want to do as well. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, this is the thing. We live in London, so it's a very London lefty sort of bubble where it's like you know except yeah, everything. So. you go out and you're like ha, nope basically like a redneck land yeah i mean to be fair i'm obviously going to be biased because um i've always been in a city um yeah, so that's same. just the only only thing i know um so maybe maybe it's different i don't know but there's yeah. quite a lot of people living in cities so maybe there's a reason for it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the reason, because everyone everyone sort of passes through. It's like a mishmash of different cultures and influences, so you're sort of yeah. almost forced to be accepting of it. Uh, yeah. And even if you're not, you've got to keep your mouth shut, because, yeah. you know, it's, it's not a topic we'll come on to later, but, you know, everyone's going to get offended or whatnot. But it's just I thought it was just interesting to see what um, 
you know, what is it to be manly? Because, or what is it to be a man? Because you're often told what not to do. Like, you know, if you're too old school man, then, you know, you're a chauvinistic pig. If you're not manly enough, then you're a little camp or you're a bit soft. So we're always told yeah. what not to do, but not what to do. I suppose it also kind of, um, like going on to like the, the, the really little things, uh, the thing that I've noticed is, you know, even things like, you know, using like a, I don't know, a moisturizer, you know, for your I face. I knew you were going to say that. Things like that. No, <laughs> but hang on, but hang on, but hang on. So my dad was always, um, again, cause I mean, he's not, he's early forties. Yeah. He's 40, 44. Um, right. so he's not old, but you know, he's, he's always been kind of in quotations, the manly man where, mm -hmm. you know, he's work, working on construction sites and that's what he's done all his life and, you know, outdoors or laboring, um, which is, which is all cool and all. And yeah, he's never bothered with that sort of shit. He's like, ah, fuck it, whatever. And yeah. then recently I'm like, huh, there's a, there's a little tub of, uh, you know, some Nivea for men sort of stuff. I'm like, no, decent. I don't know whether it's like him kind of going, oh man, I'm getting older. I've got to start doing some <laughs> something about my face <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or it is just, you know, changing of the times and he's going, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to jump on this. Yeah. I think, oh my God, yeah. Didn't your dad learn to drive in a tank first? Oh, bro. Yeah. So yeah. Like he's, he, he's like a manliest man. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, when you look on like the back of licenses and you've got like the list of stuff, like, um, you know, yeah, when you yeah. do your basic test, you get a like moped. A1, A2, yeah. Yeah. You get a moped and you get a car and that's kind of it. Or you can maybe have a car that tows something. His yeah, is just, yeah. it goes, if you could have two counter licenses, you probably need it because it's that long. <laughs> he's got a lorry, then he's got a lorry joining on, onto like a trailer. And then you've got a lorry almost attached to a lorry. I'm like, how? I didn't even know this existed. I didn't even know this was an option. <laughs> how are you allowed to drive this sort of stuff? <laughs> it's mad. Oh, I love driving a tank. You talk about you love driving a tank. Fucking, that's what, um, uh, is it National Service? National Service does. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, because they had that in Poland, right? Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. So he just, um, he was a carpenter and he was, I suppose that's where he learned, learned his, uh, his, his skills, isn't it? And, yeah. um, yeah, he was just like, fuck it, learn to drive in a tank. What's been sick? I think I remember him telling me the story where he was doing it drunk. <laughs> oh, dude, that wouldn't surprise me, bro. Poland, back in like... I don't know, the, the 80s, or it must have been a, a, a mad time. 80s, 90s, yeah. Which is funny, because that's literally the time that we were just referencing about, you know, the manly men of that era. Mm, mm. But uh, <laughs> but I feel like it, uh, 80s London men must have been slightly different. I feel like Poland's just a little bit harsher environment. It just breeds tougher people. Well, that's just different culture, isn't it? Like, you see, like, the Russians, like... Like Eastern Europe, Eastern Europeans are just tough as fuck, man. I mean, I suppose you. I, get... I, I know that's a broad generalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get course. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I get you. Um, I mean, then you know, then you come along, and I'm like, oh, okay, let's hop on. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Uh, He's squishy. Thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> this one. He doesn't work out. Yeah, look at him. Yeah. Oh, it's not working out. Doesn't make you tough. No, I know. No, but not it at all. Makes you strong. I suppose. But then there's like people like your dad, just like. I, I build a house. Say what, motherfucker? Yeah, <laughs> Say yeah, what again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's interesting just in terms of what it is to be a man because I think we are, as I said, you keep being told, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that because it's, it, you know, this is bad, that's wrong, that's too soft, mm -hmm. that's too bad. So, cool, you know, someone hit us up, let us know what it's like to, what it's like to speak to be a real man or, or be a real man, rather. Or, well, I suppose it's their opinion of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. their own definition. The biggest of it. thing is just just be yourself. Like you can't overthink it too much. 
because yeah i go, i'm you know, sorry go on um going on that just be yourself mm. um i always tell myself that but i always do find not always i sometimes find myself in situations where i'm like that's not what i would have done why am i why am i acting weird or i'm kind of pretending to fit into like a certain crowd and i'm pretty certain everyone kind of has their fair oh, share of doing yeah, that 100%. But, um <laughs> it's just annoying because then you walk away from the situation going oh that's that's so annoying like but in the time when you're thinking real time um on the spot it's just uh it's, it's really hard to to just get out of that you know yeah I, I've, that's interesting you mentioned that because i've never actually actively thought back to it and gone oh why did i do that because i think the way i approach stuff is uh, I just need to get my point across and if I need to sort of chameleon in that social circle to get my mm. point across, I will do because sometimes you have to speak a certain way or like, for example, when I went to uni, um, they told me, you know, when you're around people from London, you speak more like a Londoner whereas when you're not, you speak a lot more sort of well-spoken and posh whereas, yeah. you know, do you the know roadman what? comes out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm very much like that with different friend groups. Um, yeah, it's normal, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And it, it's... Like the change can be quite drastic, quite mad sometimes. Yeah, 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 but it's it's quite funny. It's not like I change like my views change or my morals change. It's just yeah, the way yeah. I sort of converse. It's like what? What? That's not how I normally speak. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, and it's also funny because like a lot of the times when, like we've been mates for like eleven, twelve years, uh, mm-hmm. there's certain things that we'll reference that we know only each other gets. Whereas some uh, someone from the outside would be like, "Why have you just got into an Irish accent for that?" Yeah, you know, I don't get it. Yeah, like, we're just you know we're I mean? just weird as fuck though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. Like, there's a lot of a uh, comedian effect or uh, comedian behavior that occurs when you're in social circles. I think there's like a whole like I love that kind of psychology stuff on YouTube as well. Um, yeah, I'm also the kind of person that. Um, overthinks things like all the time i, I can oh man, i, I sometimes like came hate up it. in our last podcast as well probably but i mean like thinking about it too much man it comes it comes <laughs> down to even like i don't know ah oh, i want to buy a new bag right i've got to look into the best bag what does this one do what does that one do oh that could be good oh that one's cheaper what about this and then before you know it two hours go by and i've still not bought a fucking bag it's like bro it's a bag what are you on about just if you buy put the us side by thing. side I would have literally bought four bags by that point. The <laughs> <laughs> difference in personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose you could just buy all of them and then just return three out I got a Tommy Hilfiger. I got a fucking... What's nah, not that kind um, of bag. Nah, not those kind of bags. What, are you saying that's, that's camp? Is that no, I'm just saying that's, that, that, that's not what I'd rather spend my money on, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's true. Functional. I just want, yeah, I just want that practicality out of it. I want all the pockets. I want... I don't know, Bluetooth. Give me everything, bruv, for like £10. Everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to search far and wide for these deals, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee it's made in China. Last like two, <laughs> so? two seconds. Blue, Bluetooth doesn't work. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, keep this PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the last... Oh, do you know, I've been having... Uh, for ret- I don't know retail therapy I suppose is what you could call it I've had I've made like four or five retard therapy retail oh <laughs> bro I legit thought you said retard therapy I was like hang I'm on gonna get you can't some... say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know it's really funny like again this is the softening of our of our, of our nation um, you can't say retard but the process of retardation is to slow down so to be smart, how you use yeah. it. But then I've also met people like, for example, I've got a couple of friends from Australia, and 
you know, those shit cunts don't give a fuck about anything. They're just like, I'll say it. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. they'll comment on, on like their own siblings, uh, like pictures or something or like their mates pictures. And it's like, you know, how, do you ever see those groups on, um, on university pages on Facebook? And it's like spotted. So and so in the library. And so like, so I saw, so like my mate, uh, I think his brother in Australia was like spotted a retard in London. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess, I guess that's, that's cool to say now, but it's not, you know, no, but it's not. for them it is. It's just, it's so crazy how, I don't know. I don't want to say they are regressed because it's not like they're backwards, but they're just not as soft as us. I feel like we're so progressive. We forgot how to be human. But I mean, that also just goes to show how as time goes on, obviously things get less and less uh, appropriate you know even little things like that i was having this conversation with my sisters because i think we were talking mm. about how i actually did buy something that was tommy hilfiger um <laughs> and it came oh yeah into the, in, in the dropping post. in sponsorships yeah yeah <laughs> well jesus christ well funny i don't <laughs> think he will sponsor me because i was told well he's like apparently like massively racist or something like that um and then they said like yeah most of the big you know uh designers are like Karl Lagerfeld, um, is it th- I think it was Gucci or someone who, or maybe it was Dolce and Gabbana, where they they had these like doll things or basically blackface, um, oh, like the geez. models would walk down the the, the catwalk and uh, it had like they had black on their face and then big red lips like the like the gollywogs. Well, like, that ain't like, right. Were, yeah, were, were toys like back in the whenever it was like eighties I think, um, and it's it's just crazy how. That was okay back then. And it's only the 80s. That's only, what, 40 years ago? Yeah. And then sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I don't know why racism is still a thing. It's like, well, it, they, they think it's just it's done because they live in uh, like a London bubble like here. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's only 40 years ago. It's not. It's, it's not but it's I not feel like those, pro- those progressions have been kind of increased like exponentially ever since the internet came about because... Um, you know, everyone can see almost what you're posting, you know, because everyone sort of lives on social media now. Um, yeah. It's just very open. People can 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 just know sort of what you know what you're up to really and, and what you're what you're posting and shit. And um I guess, you know, the whole PC thing comes into play where you might even have something that happens on TV and everyone calls them out for it. it, it it's such a um it little things can become a big movement where everyone jumps behind and then they go, Oh shit, yeah, I'm sorry for saying that. Um where you yeah. know, if, if you sort of said it on a street and only twenty people heard, it might not be a that big of a deal but because it's on online um it just gets heightened and you then really get all those different um different viewpoints from you know one extreme to the other and everyone everything in between uh it just gets kind of heightened yeah you see what i mean did that make any sense i get you i get you i think everyone's on social media can see what you're doing but at the same time they can also hide unless we get the whole keyboard warrior things and then no one holds you accountable so what like they know they're not held accountable, so no one will turn up to your doorstep and be like, "You you said this comment or posted this comment about me." You know, say it to my face now. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not saying that you have to be confrontational and threatening like that, but some people need that kick up the ass because it comes back to that generational thing where you know we would never dream of. Like I get there's trolling, but there's also like a line, um, where we would never do that. Whereas someone mm-hmm. who's growing up with the internet, they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm safe the whole time." Uh, it's like. Mm. Yeah, you're not. For example, uh, Conor McGregor, his uh, MMA coach, uh, his, uh, what's his name? John, John Kavanagh. He posted mm-hmm. on Twitter, like, this is like a, maybe like a month or two ago, 
where some some kid have been like you know quote unquote trolling him, but being really quite uh, vulgar in what he was saying, like sending him tweets about you know how he's gonna kill his family and his dogs and you know like stuff that. Wait, this stopped. this is the coach saying this. No, no, no. This is some kid trolling oh, the, troll. the coach. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I got you, got you. And um, so, uh, and also about this coach's uh, his girlfriend. Um, I can't remember her name, but uh-huh. so he's just basically attacking <laughs> for no reason. Like this, this guy is like the most peaceful, like loveliest man ever. I, I don't know him personally, but from what I've you know seen and heard of him, great guy. And this kid's like just saying this, this kind of stuff that it's, it's not funny, even if you know. Even if, like, say if I say it to you, you'd be like, that's that's not even funny. Like, uh-huh. you don't joke about that kind of stuff. Um, but he did that, and then the coach was like... Uh, so I think other people kind of jumped on this on this tweet, and they were like, you know, what the fuck? Like, why, why are you saying that? And then I think the coach jumped on and said, like, you know, I've, I literally trained killers for a living, so um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we figured out where you live. And like, they figured out the town or something, because he wasn't even that far. It's still an island somewhere, I think. Oh, jeez. And the kid just literally just disappeared off Twitter, like, never to be seen again. And it's like wow, that kind of thing. A bit of a reality check. Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't want... Well, I don't want anyone coming to my door um, that I don't really know. Yeah, unwarranted, we, exactly. Yeah, especially when they've got... We're trying to, you know, they're coming with the... Objective holding intent to, yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I would, if I'd said that, I would quite rightly deserve it too, um, especially not some fucking trained killers. You know, they you train to hurt people for a living. Um, so yeah, I think that kind of reality check is just kind of required. But at the same time, how do you police that? It's just, it's just too much to try and make sure everyone is taught the same sort of morality. I don't even know if it's morality. I think just respect. Yeah. Well, again, it's just you know that's what the internet does. It creates this weird blurred line between kind of what you can and you can't say i think anyways sorry Uh, obviously there is (laughs) good song um there are obviously certain things that um you know you you can't you can't say anywhere um but Mm. it's just yeah it's just that weird sort of blurred line was um in poland i suppose you were only there till you were what four six yeah i mean i went back um quite often like up until i was maybe like 10 or 11 like all school holidays and stuff but i don't really know that much about the current culture or like the movements that have changed um yeah because i mean i suppose that like eastern europe is i suppose as, as again a broad generalization known yeah. to be quite homophobic um or oh you, 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 you still you still get parts of that there definitely yeah so i was gonna ask like um, when like do you feel the stark contrast in terms of things you can and can't say or the asset over there? Um, oh, I couldn't really say that, to be honest, because um, I don't really know. Because um, I've always wanted to go Poland, but I can't read the language, so I was like, I need to go with you. But again, so you've got to bear in mind, I mean, I can only sort of speak for Poland. It's it's quite a big country. It's like four or five times the size of, of England. Yeah, UK is tiny. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty big. Um, so you do get a lot of... Um, <clears throat> differing sort of uh views in certain parts of the country like if you go more mm. to um the western uh, the eastern part sorry um that borders russia you get these weird like neo-nazis and it's like you wouldn't really expect that from a country that Fuck got that. fucked I'm up out. by <laughs> you know <laughs> those kind of people to then almost sort of become them i don't know i, I don't get it maybe it's not that big of a thing now but 
um, and quite a few years ago, it, it, it still was quite prevalent. Um, so yeah, you know, you definitely want to avoid certain parts of that country. Um, but I suppose that's the same with many countries. You know, you don't go to certain areas that because you know you just have better and worse areas. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, but yeah, if you go to like you know Krakow or Warsaw and that um, big cities, basically, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's just it's just a tourist hub. It's great. Yeah, it's just it's so weird. Oh, that reminds me of um. Do you remember that time when I told you I was uh, on chat roulette with that Serbian girl? Mm-hmm. That sounds really seedy, but but it was it was a <laughs> yeah. it was really an innocent innocent thing. Boredom. So, uh, yeah, pretty much. I think it was like super late at night. I was like, oh, I can't sleep. So ended up going on that. Um, and you know, let's let's glaze over the you know three billion dicks I saw before I actually spoke to someone. <laughs> um, there was this Serbian girl, and uh, kind of like chatting. I was like, again, you know. It says where you're from on it, so I was like, obviously, I'm, I'm not here to see tits or whatever. I was just like, you know, killing time, trying to get, be asleep at some point in my life. Yeah, yeah. So we'd like chat for a bit. It's been like an hour, and then she's like, "You know, I'm not Nazi, by the way." And I'm like, "Mad, <laughs> motherfucker, what?" <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm brown, like, right? <laughs> was, yeah, the, oh, legit. That's literally what I said. And again, this is me as like a like a 14 year old kid. So I have never, when I've experienced any sort of well, I've not experienced a situation like that before, but <laughs> I've never been. You never had exposure by it. to I, it. Is it? Well, I've never been angered by it. Well, no, because I ha- I dealt with like like kid racism, like, but they don't really know what they're doing. They're just kind of imitating what their parents do. Oh, like okay. if they're from like a like a chavy sort of family or whatever, who's uh-huh. a bit you know ignorant or whatever. Um, but that was such like a direct uh, exposure to it. So. And, I, and previously, I've never been angered by it or like retaliated with aggression. I've always been of the mindset like I want to understand what your mindset is. So I was like, you know, I'm brown, right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, so why are you, like, why why have you entertained this this long? Um, obviously, being a 14 year old, it was never articulated like this. But yeah. um, it was to to the effect of, uh, you know, like why are we, why have you chatted to me for this long? Um, and I was like, well, it's like, she's like, well, it doesn't make any difference to me. And I was like. So then, what makes you Nazi? Or like, what's you know, like, what? But what's your story? You know. So she goes. She goes, she actually recommended me a book to read as well. She's like, have you, <laughs> have you read a uh, Mein Kampf by uh, Adolf Hitler? I was like, I think I might have heard of it. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that bestseller. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, um, I'll, I'll might shock you with the answer, but no, I haven't. But so she goes on about how you know, if I read it, I would understand. And I was like, okay, so let's let's think of a scenario here. Um, if you saw me across the street and you know I hurt myself, I like tripped and I fell, or a car hit me, like would you run to help? She's like, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that to happen to you. I wouldn't care if it did. I just wouldn't bat an eyelid. You know, I just carry on walking like nothing happened. I was like, fucking hell! Like, you just set, you have so much hatred for something you don't even know that you just sort of set aside the human side of you. Um, that yeah. that just sort of blows my mind. Yeah. And then she also, uh, oh, I sort of lost my thread, but she also kind of went on to say how. She didn't want to leave her country, which was which was Serbia. Um, and I was like, "Don't you want to see other places?" And like, I was like, "Like for me, for example, I would love to go and see what other cultures are like, or what the landscape has to offer." And I was just being like, you know, total innocent fourteen-year-old, just like, "Why?" You know, I just don't get it. Yeah. And she's like, "No, I've got no interest in seeing other countries. Everyone should stay where they are." And I was like, "This is such a weird mindset to get your head around." Like, I can't, I can't fathom being that content with just being where you are and it's not even like i've never been to serbia but i'm assuming it's not as developed as here for example i don't know that's a huge bit of speculation there but 
um, I think we've had a pretty good stint. I think we've covered a lot of topics, all in a sufficient amount of depth. Yeah, and we kind of stayed on topic for more than we usually do, which is quite quite good for us. Look at us. We're almost growing up. Oh, he's done it. He's done it. He's done it. Right, well, yeah. He's so, only gone and done so it. So with that, um, we're going to love you and leave you. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, and as always, uh, do let us know what you think because um, we're super open for suggestions and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, socials. If you feel like giving us a follow, um, Instagram is almost.grownup. And Twitter, almost yeah, grown up to the number because some cunt stole it. If you're if you're out there, you're listening to us. I will find you, and I'll probably ask you very nicely to give it uh, over to us because I'm a peaceful guy. Or or we were just late for the idea. That could be that as well. But I'm still going to ask you very nicely to hand over. Okay, hand fair over. Anyway, <laughs> see you later, guys. Cheers. Bye.